The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our city. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, and thieves. Welcome to the Boston Podcast. My name is Dave. If you like this show, follow us on Apple Podcasts. If you want your own podcast, go to pod617.com. We can produce a podcast for you. You could be the next big podcast star. And speaking of stars, I've got a star on the line this morning. By the way, if you have um, a tendency to develop nausea or discomfort when you hear the F word, I'm fucking sorry, people, because there are going to be a few today, because my guest on the line is entrepreneur, CEO, internet personality, Serena Kerrigan, who goes by Serena fucking Kerrigan, and she's in the virtual studio today. Hey. How are you? First of all, I love the way that you just said Serena fucking Kerrigan. It really just rolled <laughs> off the tongue there. <laughs> I know. Well, when, you, when you're from fucking Boston, you can you got to be able to drop a fucking F-bomb every now and again so people know what you're talking about. Fucking love that energy. <laughs> Thank you. Serena has a show coming up this Wednesday at the Wilbur. It is Let's Fucking Date presents Do It for the Plot with Serena Kerrigan. Let's Fucking Date is the name of your live Instagram show that you launched during the, the, the epidemic. It was kind of an epidemic, I guess. The, pan, the pandemic. Is that true? Do I have that right? Yes, I actually today's this the second year anniversary of when I got on Instagram live and dated men. I did 50 men over the course of a year. I was jobless, boyfriendless, and had a lot of time on my hands. Mm-hmm. So I did that show and it really, you know, built my company. I don't do that show anymore. My show at the Wilbur is not going to be me dating, but be talking about you know, how I'm a degenerate and uh, all my dating <laughs> stories. So please come. <laughs> I found a uh, clip on, you did a Q&A session with your fans, and I'm going to play about, you know, 45 seconds of it here. Take a listen, everybody. How long have you lived in NYC? I've lived in New York City my whole life. My name is Serena. My mom's name is Lily. I basically look like Blake Lively, so I'm pretty sure that Gossip Girl is my life. Just... Just putting it out there. I've definitely fucked someone named Chuck before. <laughs> well, you know, who hasn't? Are you ever concerned about the negative aspects of celebrity you might encounter? Well, considering all the nudes that are in the cloud, yes. <laughs> Can you be my confidence coach? Well, hello, that is my role. I want to be your coach, your confidant. I'm not your therapist, though, because I did not go to school for that. What is my favorite and least favorite part about being single? My favorite part about being single is that I do whatever I want, when I want. I can fuck whoever I want. It's all about you and what you want to do. I I just... (laughs) A lot, of, wow. a lot of freedom in your voice there. Wow, you really digged through my content. I love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everything. I ever, I said, I think I did that interview two or three years ago, and I everything stands. Oh, really? Okay. Are you still single? Still very much single. Okay. And, you know, I mean, if any, you know, straight men want to come to my show, please, like, come. <laughs> I'm down to flirt a little bit. Do you like being the center of attention? Like, I'll bring you up on stage. <laughs> So what is it that you're, it seems like you're selling confidence and you do have a business as a coach. Is that correct? 
Yes. I, you know, I did during the pandemic, I did a lot of zoom one-on-one zooms with people. I did, I actually met with 150 people ranging ages from 14 to 60. And I saw that there was this common thread with everyone that, you know, they felt like their insecurity was such a unique experience when really the human experience, it's all the same. Right. Like, and I was like, I think we're just all born with confidence, but at some point we start to measure ourselves up against, you know, maybe an image of someone or an idea of what we should be. And then that's when we begin to like start to dislike ourselves. So what this show is, is it's a absolute one woman show, comedy show, stand up. I'm a fucking comedian, but it's also layered with showing how you really are a main character of your life and that everything that's shitty that happens to you or everything that's amazing or anything that's, it's all about your plot. It's all for the memoir or the movie of your life. And if you start seeing your life like that, things don't feel as shitty when they happen. Cause you're like, okay, this is happening for a reason. Like we're going to move the fuck on. So the, I mean, I get the, the novelty in it and it sounds very cool. The, the Instagram live where you, you actually dated in front of the world on Instagram, yeah. which is cool. How does that become stand-up comedy though? Because the, the stand-up comedy is tough. I've tried it a couple of times myself and it's scary to put together even a five minute set. You're going to be talking for a lot longer than that. How did you, how did you put together your spiel? I got, I- I got COVID. So, you know, I had a lot of time. I had 10 days in that quarantine and I just started writing away. And, you know, I, unlike other comics who you're right, go to a comedy club and perform maybe like a five or 10 minute set. I tend to be a little extreme. Mm -hmm. So I just wrote an hour and a half show. I performed it already in DC and Philly and three in New York. And then by the time I'm getting to Boston, the show is like finessed. It's great. It hits. I rewrote it a little bit, but yeah, how do I, I don't know. Like, I just think like, I am, I've always been a performer mm-hmm. and I did stand up in college. And I think that the dating show on Instagram was great practice for thinking on my feet. Like I, there was nothing written for that show. Right. I was literally going on a blind date in front of thousands and thousands of people every, mm-hmm. every week. So that really like helped me kind of practice just, you know, being a fucking legend. The The show is do it for the plot with Serena Carrigan Wednesday at the Wilbur 7:30 p.m. and tickets are available on Ticketmaster. So tell us give us a couple of moments from the Instagram live dating the big experiment that you did was I imagine a lot of guys must have been kind of reticent to share knowing that you know potentially hundreds of thousands of people are listening. So what so give us some highlights and lowlights. I have to say, I was actually really impressed with the fact that guys were so willing to put themselves out there because you're right, it is fucking scary. And like, after we did the date, we I, I would have an after show where I would bring people on the live and, and give feedback on the guys. But I always made sure it was an environment that was quote unquote safe. Like we never like wanted to shit on a guy. Like maybe a guy wasn't right for me, but that doesn't mean anything is wrong with him. So they were kind of game. I think, you know, peak pandemic people were like, shit, the world might end. So why not go on an Instagram live date? Especially if they were single. How else, how else were people dating? Like it was so hard to navigate that world. How many of the Instagram dates resulted in second dates, perhaps in person dates? Okay. So I would say about, Maybe there were of the 50 guys, I think there's maybe like five, four or five second days. I'm very picky. I don't settle. <laughs> and on the very last season, the last episode, the guy who won, because the last season we actually had the audience pick a winner. He ended up flying to New York and surprising me on the live. And oh. he did meet 
boyfriend. And I thought I had a boyfriend for about 48 to 72 hours. And then I realized <laughs> that we didn't know each other at all. <laughs> yeah, that love can be that way, right? It's happened to me over the course of my life where you... you... 72 hours later, you're like, not yeah. Yeah, but the but those first forty four hours, forty eight hours are really great. You're like, so damn, I could so never, good. I could never be more into this person than than anyone. And then you know, a couple of days later, it's like you created a card game as well. Do I have that right? Yes, tell- I I actually have three, and tell- I'm gonna send them to you because you're gonna fucking love them. Oh, they cool. literally, let's fucking date, let's fucking fuck, and let's fucking play. <laughs> the last ones, let's fucking play. Yeah. So these are these are cards meant to be used on first dates is that right dates, dates groups i just played let's fucking so let's fucking play is one they all have the same format which is like it's for, it goes first base second base third base home fucking run and the higher the base the hotter the question so mm. you're going to be fucking after playing one of these games or if you're playing with a group of friends you probably won't be fucking but maybe you'll be skipping a couple of the questions <laughs> but i just played let's fucking play at a dinner party it's just a really great way to like it's really a communication device disguised as a game, right. but everyone, I get testimonials every day that they're like, you broke my bed in half. I'm like, where are you getting your furniture? Like, I'm sorry. Like what kind of sex are you having when you're breaking your bed frame? <laughs> yeah. But you're welcome. You know, yeah. I think the next set generation is actually going to be called Gen SFK because I am giving people <laughs> such great sex lives. <laughs> and I know a lot of people right. are going to be listening. It's rolling their eyes. Well, okay. Order the game and tell me you don't have the best fucking sex in your life. Seriously. <laughs> Well, I don't know how you can turn down that offer, people, especially men. Yeah. Men are thinking, oh, my God, I, I just have to read what's on these cards and I get laid by the time I get to the fourth card. Uh, you know, that's too easy. Too easy. Too easy. <laughs> but, you know, I'm I'm with you because I think I've tinkered with the idea of creating card games myself or something along the lines of conversation cards. They're great for podcast to be able to and we're gonna by the way a little bit later uh, listeners before we go we're gonna play a round of burning questions with serena where she'll answer a bunch of random questions i send her Uh way you know yeah yeah, i'm sure you're really scared but but you know like i go out to dinner with people and i'll bring like cut there are a bunch of if you go to like barnes and noble or whatever they're the game a lot of board games have become really small now like there'd be just a deck of cards and it could be yeah something simple like you know you got to try to name how many, you know, name how many candy bars you can in a minute. And it's just fun because life can be boring. Going out to dinner can be boring. Some people, let's face it, are boring. And to have yeah. that conduit, to have something to do is cool. Yeah. yeah. So, 100%. so, and the, then, so it was, let's fucking date. And then let's fucking fuck is the more, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> breaking, more breaking the record. You can for, Okay. And then let's fucking so, play is designed where you could actually play completely by yourself and masturbate alone with it. <laughs> or you could play date, friends, spouse, ex, <laughs> you name it. That's good. The, 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 the one with the, the masturbation issue, though, you've got the competition of the internet. So I hope they're really hot. But, you know, I'm sure they are really yep. fucking hot. Trust <laughs> me. Trust me. So hot. Right. And I think it's like, it's about, you know, having being also the questions really do serve especially in that one it's like about sexual preferences and I think it's a way to talk about like what you like like do you eat ass or like when's lot what's the craziest sex you've ever had really important questions that like are interesting and get set the mood and also kind of like you're able to talk about things that maybe you wouldn't feel comfortable bringing up otherwise but it's like well it's the game yeah so I have to I recommend it's right here on the card one Um, of them has nothing on my game okay nothing (laughs) Where do people go to get the card game, Serena? Let's fucking date.com. 
Let's fucking and it. tickets to my show, which I'm telling you, y'all, I can't give you an orgasm on that stage, but I will give you an orgasm of the mind. <laughs> Take what you can get, right? Yeah. Uh, one more question for you, Serena, before we play the game. When are you going to come out of your shell? I just... <laughs> How were you? All, were, I, I'll ask you this though. Were you always this way? You went to Duke, by the way. Sorry about the loss the other day. Let's not. It's too soon. Let's not talk about. Okay, it. let's not talk about it. Fond <laughs> memories of Coach K always. But you went to Duke. Were you? Were you always kind of out there like this, or did you have sort of an epiphany that made you become the queen of confidence? You know, when I changed my mind to fucking, I think that was like a, a moment that I really tapped into myself. But I've always been this like, you know, very outgoing performer vibe, just like a star. A star was born in mm-hmm. 1994. You know? 1994. I have an unusual middle name as well. Danger. Love. No, obsessed. No, no, no. Hey, danger. Oh, my God. My middle Love name danger. is actually Lee, which, and I'm pretty sure I was David Lee Yaz before David Lee Roth was David Lee Roth because his is phony. Mine's real. Honestly, and- I'm loving the danger. Like, okay, I David- fully support the Lee brand. <laughs> okay. You heard it here first, David, danger, Yaz, use it, everybody. We're going to play a round of burning questions where I give Serena a whole bunch of questions that she's completely unprepared for. Before we do that, let me take a quick minute to remind you what we do here at the Boston Podcast Network. Pod617.com is where you go if you want to be the next big podcast star. We'll produce the show for you from start to finish, intro music, outro music. You can do it in our Westwood Mass studios, or you can do it remotely. So we produce podcasts all around the country, all around the world. Go to pod617.com to get started and for all the details. The Boston Podcast Network, in pod, we trust. All right, let's play Burning Questions. Just one more thing. I have a riddle for you. Answer the question. All right, Serena. She looks ready. What did you think was cool when you were young, but isn't cool now? Neopets. I'm sorry, say that again? Neopets. What are, what are those? I don't know what those are. Neopets. It was just like, it was like a, a website where you like had a pet and like you, like it was deep internet. Yeah. Oh, a lot of, yeah. okay. Yeah. Spent too much time on that website. The, <laughs> the kid, there was a version for kids too called uh, Animal. That's... Animal Farm. No, Neopets was like eh. the OG. Like, yeah. Okay. Oh my God, it's still like this. What is, what is something that most people learn only after it's too late? Uh, that we're going to die. <laughs> well, I can't argue with that. What is it that most people don't know about you? That I'm actually very, like, sensitive and sweet. <laughs> All right. Is that true or are you being silly? No, I'm being serious. Okay. I'm very multifaceted, okay? Is there a movie that you can practically quote from start to finish? Or a movie that has uh, drawn your obsession? Mean Girls. I'm not surprised to hear you say that. I wish I had guessed. When was the last time you did something and regretted doing it, if ever? Last two nights ago, yeah, I just got really fucked up. And I don't really know. You know what? I don't regret it. I don't regret anything. (laughs) It's all for the pot. What was your hangover cure the next morning? Or do you have one? Oh, I don't get hangovers. That's the thing. That's why I keep doing this, like drinking into oblivion. But like, I should just like kind of pull it back a little bit. What's your What's your go-to cocktail? Extra, extra dirty, filthy martini. Up or rocks? Up, right? Up. Straight up, yeah. What is something that you enjoy that everyone else seems to hate? I mean, I love masturbating, but I guess, I don't know. Do people like that? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but admitting that you masturbate is is maybe not something that people 
enjoy. Right. So that's but, what it is. Admitting right. I masturbate. It's yeah. Something that I really like to do. Yeah, I, I always, the, when you first hear about masturbation as a kid, I used to hear stories of, oh, this kid got caught masturbating. I thought it was something bad. And then, and then, oh, no, I used to do it all over school, like in kindergarten. <laughs> like my teachers had to pull my parents into a conference because that. But like, I didn't know. Like, I just thought, well, it feels good. What's wrong with it? Yeah. And, you know, when you're reading books with Cookie Monster, I mean, he's super handsome and you can't, you know, right? He didn't do it for me, but it's okay. Who is the most impressive, famous person alive today besides you, Serena? Oh, damn it. You knew what I was going to say. Wow. Most impressive, famous person alive. I would say I'm very impressed by Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Why? I really, I, I, her work ethic is, I mean, she's just so, you know, dropped out gorgeous, talented, but I watched her Coachella documentary and I was just so, she really inspired me. Like at the end of the day, like the people that are successful are just going to put in the fucking work mm-hmm. and just drill and always try to outdo themselves and not look at what anyone else is doing. And I just think she's an innovator and she's fantastic. And, and yeah. Did you catch her on the Oscars? What did you think? I did. That slight. Yeah. I mean, the, the opener, that yeah. video, beautiful. Yeah. She's just, she gets it. Who is your favorite cartoon character and why? So I was a cartoon character. That was my first job. I was Alicia on Go Day Go Go, which is a show on Nickelodeon spinoff of Dirty the Explorer. So I would say myself. Really? Okay. What was And what? I got fired because my voice got too deep because I went through puberty. Really? How did you come upon that opportunity? Did you have to audition for that and everything? I did. And it was like back like before, like I did it with like a landline and I left a voicemail and yeah. And I was like, whatever, you know, I really wanted to be an actress. My parents were like, absolutely not, Mm. but you could do voice acting because no one can see your face. I was like, thanks. And it ended up panning out. What are your goals in life? It's kind of a lame question. World fucking domination. (laughs) What would, what would you, I mean, you've, you've sort of conquered the internet. What, what would be, the next big thing you'd like to do? Would you like a, a TV show? I don't oh, know. Oh. You know, scripted half hour sitcom. After I leave Boston, I'm headed upstate and I'm writing the whole damn thing. Really? So you'll be seeing me on the streamers very soon. Okay. What, what, give us a couple of tidbits as to what might, what this uh, show might feature. Is it your it's gonna story? About, it's going to be about me, obviously. Okay. Right, you know. <laughs> but so it's an internet personality who lives in New York city and her trials. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, we're, we're, there's no fame involved. It's just about oh. me kind of like running, move back to New York city after I graduated Duke and I lived at home with my mom. Oh, okay. Like in my in an apartment with my mom and just like all the, you know, navigating my love life, you know, being an intern at, you know, 22, making no money. It was just like, it, that was a, a good, terrible part of my life that I think is worth bringing back up. And, yep. and I think it's really funny. So, And who's going to play your mom on the show? That's a really good question. I would love, like, Sofia Vergara to play her because my mom is Athena. And, oh, like, really? And, like, strong. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that'd be great. Can't go wrong. And, and she's wrong. in Modern Family's over now, so she, she's looking for a project. She's, yeah. she's, available. she's about practically begging me to come on and play my mom. So. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, finally, you've done very well in burning questions. We'll just ask you, what, what's the best reason why people should come out and see you on Wednesday night? Because this show will change your fucking life. You were going to laugh, you might cry, but you're going to leave away feeling really lifted and hyped and just feeling fucking empowered and great about yourself while laughing at me simultaneously. Like, And you're going to make friends. You're going to just be in a group of people. There's just going to be really fucking positive vibes, great energy. I love like, it. I promise. Or your money back, except not, no refunds. But like, that's how, if I could, I would. 
Like that's how strongly I feel about this show. Well, if you want your money back, you have to go to Ticketmaster and ask them. And uh, let's not even get yeah, into yeah. that. Let's yeah. support a female-owned business, okay? That's right. <laughs> Hell yeah. Serena fucking Kerrigan. Kerrigan, sorry. Serena fucking Kerrigan. Do it for the plot with Serena on Wednesday night. That's April 6th, 7.30 p.m. at the Will. But go to Ticketmaster to get your tickets. And where do we find you on, I don't know if we said this yet, on the, on the socials? Yeah. Serena Kerrigan, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, if anyone's on there anymore. But yeah, come, follow, be. But I really, you know, thank you so much for having me. Mm. All I want is to have like a packed, fun show. So I really appreciate you helping me promote it. So all you Bostonians, welcome this New Yorker because it's going to be worth your while. You can tell. <laughs> and um, maybe don't bring the kids if they're young because the, the, there's, there's a little bit of salty language, as you can tell. <laughs> Serena, uh, you did awesome. I hope you had fun today. Yes, so much fun. Love your personality. I would love you to come to my show. If you're, and I'll definitely send you a card game. So cool. I stay on the line after we finish the, the show, Serena, because I have some of the questions that I wasn't allowed to ask on the podcast. Nah, just kidding. But do, <laughs> but do stay on. Uh, Pod617.com is where you go if you want your own podcast, kids. And thank you for listening to The Boston Podcast. On behalf of my new best friend, Serena Kerrigan, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston... You must be the other guy. Have a great day, everybody. Go to the show Wednesday night. Woo.